I knew it was coming. The moment that we'd need to isolate with Spencer and Samuel because of the pandemic. I knew it was only a matter of time. What I wasn't prepared for was having to do it with none of us actually having contracted the virus. We were all healthy and the boys were full of their normal energy levels and being their crazy ourselves. That I was not prepared for. And that's what I'm going to be talking about on this week's episode of the podcast because it happened just last week. Let's get started. Pull up a seat at our table and join in on today's conversation. You are listening to This Mama Means Business. I'm your host, Kylie Kelly, and I started this podcast when I was feeling isolated and alone, pregnant during a pandemic, and no matter where I looked, I couldn't find a community that understood how hard it is to be a kick-ass mama and a kick-ass entrepreneur at the same time. And so this podcast was born. I now have two young boys, Spencer and Samuel, and continue to run my business and a few side hustles on the daily. I am on a mission to empower you to do life on your own terms, whichever stage of motherhood or business you might currently be in. You can build the business of your dreams whilst raising your children. You don't have to choose one over the other. I believe you are made for this and with me by your side, with our community cheering you on, you've totally got this. Hit subscribe and expect two episodes every single week, a mini episode with me on a Tuesday and a guest interview on Friday. And please don't be surprised when you hear me drop a few F-bombs. Let this be your friendly reminder to listen with your earbuds in. I can't wait to help you be the boss mama you envisage. Now let's get on to the show. So as I mentioned before, I always knew that this was going to be a matter of time, that this was something that I was going to have to deal with one way or another. In the last two years of the pandemic, my husband and I, we've done all the right things. We've limited our movements, we've upped the hand washing, the sanitizing, the mask wearing. We're both now fully vaccinated and continue to check in everywhere we go. But I knew one day soon it was coming for us. Now I'm not talking about the actual virus. I'm talking about having to isolate with our two kids 24 hours a day for a week without leaving the goddamn house. That day arrived a few weeks ago. I got the dreaded call on a Thursday afternoon from their daycare center. The boys had been in close contact with a positive case and I had to pick them up immediately and then isolate with them and monitor for symptoms. Of course, my first thought was their health. Of course, I wanted them home rather than anywhere else. Of course, I didn't want them to get sick. But come on, as a self-employed working mum, I was also in the middle of a work day. I had a thousand things on my mind and my husband was currently driving home from a job over three hours away. Shit was about to get real. I won't lie, I finished my cup of tea, I wrapped up the email I was sending and I took 10 minutes to do the washing up. Then I jumped in my car and went to pick the boys up. Day one had begun. We also had no food in the pantry, the house was a mess And I wasn't even sure I had enough nappies to last Sam for two days, let alone seven. It's funny, just before this happened, Nick and I had this discussion about how we had to be more prepared, how we had to be planned for when we did contract the virus, because the way the numbers are and the amount of people that are getting it down here where we live, it is crazy. So we both know it is just a matter of time, but we weren't prepared for it to hit like this, to have to isolate just because we're a close contact when none of us are actually sick. So I wasn't prepared (laughs) in the slightest. Luckily though, help did come. 
in the form of my sister-in-law dropping off some food to get us through until I could have some more delivered. And my husband made it back and we all bunkered down. Being that the start of our isolation period was a Thursday, to start with it just felt like a long weekend. And they're fun, right? You know, we watched movies, we did some baking, we were jumping on the trampoline like 10 times a day. But suddenly it was Monday and we were entering day five. Awesome, not so tough, wrong. I found those days were the hardest, day five, day six, and day seven. We were all going a little crazy. There were some really big emotions from the kids as well as from us. I learned some valuable lessons through that last week. And luckily I did because I don't think this is gonna be the last time that we have to be in isolation. If you are pregnant or planning to be and have no idea how that might look as a self-employed business owner, I've got you. I want to introduce you to the Pregnant CEO Virtual Summit. That's right. This episode is sponsored by me. Not sure if that's a thing, but in case this will help you, I have to let you know. I've been where you are, pregnant and self-employed, uncertain, unsure, and quietly freaking the fuck out. Happy, but freaking out nonetheless. So this year, I've created something pretty damn special a free virtual summit hosting the most incredible speakers, sharing knowledge and insight that will help you plan for this. Every single topic will empower you to plan and fund your own parental leave so that you can not only take time off to be with your new baby, but you'll be able to return to a business that is profitable and thriving when you're ready. My wish for you is to feel confident in your future as a mama and as a business owner. Don't miss out on the Pregnant CEO Summit from the 2nd to the 5th of May. For more info and to register for your free ticket, head to www.thepregnantceo.com. All right, let's get back to the episode. My first takeaway was that as parents, as mums, we have to lower the fucking bar. Easier said than done, I know, but hear me out. I quickly learned that I had to change how I did things. If I let the mess on the floor, the dishes in the sink, or the toys sprawled fucking everywhere bother me, I would actually go crazy. Instead, I committed to having a tidy up every afternoon and only during that time. And other than that, that shit could stay where it was. But you guys, let's be real. That was really hard for me. I am the type of person that can't concentrate. I can't think clearly. I don't feel like I have my life together if my house is a mess. It's not as simple for me as ignoring it or looking past it. It actually affects my mental health. So for me to put this into place was really difficult. But I found that if I didn't, it was even worse. Having the boys home all day, every day, and not actually being allowed to go out, not being able to take them to the park or for a walk down the street or do anything outside the perimeter of our house was enough to send you a little insane. And so I had to recognize that these weren't normal circumstances. There was nothing normal about this at all. And I had to just keep continuously telling myself to go with the flow, to calm down, that everything will be okay. I needed to hold on for the ride. And that brings me to my second takeaway is that my husband and I had to get flexible with what work looked like. Now we're both self-employed, we both work from home. And I know that's nothing new right now. I know that so many of us work from home In the last two years, there are more people working from home than ever before. But normally, we don't work from home with the kids here all the time. Generally speaking, they do go to daycare a few days a week so that we can have that quiet focus time to actually do the work, to bring in the money. We don't have a big cash fund of money that we could just take a week off and not work. We don't have the luxury of that yet 
it is something we're working on, but we, we can't do that now. We have to work every day to make money to continue the cycle so that we can actually build what we're building. We can build towards our future. So being that Samuel and Spencer are little kids, you know, they're, they're one and they're four, so we can't just put a movie on and leave them to it. I can't wait for the day that we can do that. But that meant that we had to split the day. So one of us could work in the morning and the other person in the afternoon. And then anything urgent, anything that we didn't get done that, that needed to get done, we had to work at night. It was kind of a non-negotiable. This worked to an extent for us, but it also meant by the end of the week, we were next level exhausted. We had burnt the candle at both ends and through the middle, but I'm not too sure what we could do to change it. Now, my third and last takeaway is that I tried to remember that this was also happening to Spencer and Sam, not just to Nick and I. This was a huge lesson and one that I only learned towards the end of our isolation. Spencer said to me one night after dinner, "Mummy, I feel lonely. My instant reaction when he said that on the inside, I was like, how the, how the fuck could you feel lonely? We've been around each other 24 hours a day for almost a week, kid. You can't be lonely. Of course, I didn't say that out loud, but that was my initial reaction. But then I started thinking, of course he felt lonely. He was out of his routine. He hadn't seen his friends for a week. He was stuck at home with the rest of us and he felt it. This is something that I'm aiming to keep in mind at all times when it happens again, when we find ourselves in isolation again, because I think that there's a lot of grace that comes with this, right? So that when I'm losing my patience or when I'm tired and frustrated, it might just help me stop and not take it out on the kids because actually they're feeling the same way too. They might not show it the same way because they're little kids, but they're feeling frustrated. They're feeling stuck. They're feeling bored. They're feeling scared. They're feeling lonely. So that's definitely something that I want to change next time around. So we made it. We're all still alive. We are all still smiling. There were moments during the week that were beautiful. There were moments during that week that we wouldn't have had had the kids been in daycare moments between Spencer and Sam and they got to spend a lot of time together and that was lovely. So I wanted to make this episode just to unpack a little bit what the week looked like for us. If you're going through isolation, if you have young kids, if you're trying to work, I hope this helps. I hope you give yourself a little bit of grace and just hang on for the ride and I guess be grateful that you're all healthy, that you're all going to be okay and that hopefully one day you'll be sitting in a quiet, empty, child-free house doing your work just like I am right now. And that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope this is worth your time today. I know how busy you are, but if it spoke to you, if it inspired, encouraged or comforted you, I'd love to know. Drop me a DM on Instagram. You can find me over at Kylie Kelly. I'd love to hear from you and I promise that's little old me in my inbox and I reply to every single message I get. Don't forget to head over to the website to grab any show notes or links that were mentioned. You can find that at www.thismamameansbusiness.com. And lastly, don't forget about the free pregnant CEO summit I'm hosting in May if that's something that might benefit you. For more info and to register your attendance, visit www.thepregnantceo.com. My personal goal is to change 2,000 women's lives through the summit. If you're pregnant or planning to be, I'd love to include you in that tally. Until next time, friends, from my mama heart to yours, I love you loads. And remember, we've got this shit. Bye for now.